so welcome back guys to another episode of on the go podcast today i got another special guest here we got a rapper and do with hella heat guy with yes, fire bar fire bars we got my boy curl mang aka forest what's good my brody yeah not much i just like just got done classes so you know not and nothing too much going on I'm working yeah. on some projects right now yeah for real for real all right so like let's get right into it man so 2020 you know a year where all of us kind of dealt with a lot of bullshit starting yeah. with you know the death of kobe bryant to now like this whole pandemic that we're still going through what's mm-hmm. one big thing that you took away from 2020 good or bad personally man i just like you gotta like you appreciate you just so you appreciate like what you have you know that that's one main thing like 2020 i i was supposed to be in school but i took a gap year in 2020 oh okay, okay. all i did i just did music the whole year so mm. man i just took, took my time with that dude but, i think it's like really cool it's like interesting because 2020 was like that year where you know everyone says that they have like no time for anything they're always mm. like oh i'm too busy like i got work i got school whatever but now this is the first time where people are like, you have to stay home. And so you, it's like, that was that time that was given to you to really focus in on like either picking up something new, learning a new skill or like furthering or like perfecting a craft that you've been like always interested in, you know? Yeah, no, I feel that. It's funny. Cause like I originally planned to just do music the whole time. So like it, 2020 didn't really change up for me too much. Like COVID didn't really like change anything for me. Yeah. My original plan was just staying inside. Yeah, cause like I'm not, I'm not much of like a person who goes out anyway. So like, yeah. when they're like, "Oh yeah, you have to stay home," I'm like, "I've been doing that. It's not like my life changed drastically." So I think the only stupid thing is like wearing a mask. But you know, it's like if I have to oh, wear yeah. a mask and that's it, that's no problem. But you see like people like complaining. They're like, "quote unquote" right to breathe, and I'm like, "Dude, what the hell is? <laughs> what the, I'm like, what the hell is there right right to, right to breathe? I'm like, bro." Aren't you breathing right now? Exactly. I'm like, if you're not breathing right now, it's like you're dead essentially. Like, come on. <laughs> oh my god. Some people are just yeah. crazy. Well. Aaron Jill for real. Alright, so like um kind of transitioning into you know 2021. Um mm-hmm. obviously we had a lot of anticipation that you know tw- it couldn't be worse than 2020. But uh unfortunately, this kind of directly affects both of us. Um, the rise in attacks, I think more so the, the publicity that these, um, attacks on like Asians, Asian Americans now that media is covering, mm-hmm. um, what's your overall reaction to all that's going, what's going on there? My overall reaction. I mean, of course it's sad, but, um, you know, I like to take everything with, with like a, you know, grain of salt. Cause I know like this type of stuff has definitely been happening forever, but only recently the media is covering it so i personally i don't really trust the media too much yeah. so whenever whenever i hear anything i gotta check all the sources so um man i think yeah, i mean it's good it's good they're talking about it you know one thing that i thought like you know it, man it's it's hard to say but i think one good thing i come out of it is i think asians you know, it's the stereotype that, you know, agents are like meek and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, I, I think it's kind of true. 
you know, I think overall it's kind of true, but I think now people are standing up for themselves, right? People are talking about it more. So I think it's, it's good for, good for everybody in general. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything, uh, I think it's like obviously sad what's going on. What, what's yeah. been pissing me off more about this whole, like, uh, what's been going on. Obviously one is like the rise in attacks, like no matter what, like, I mean, that is, it's not like this is like the first time we've ever experienced it. Like we've been going through this our entire lives. But um, like me is finally covering it. But there's like two other things that have been frustrating me. One is obviously like anytime these attacks occur, they're more f focused on like the per perpetrators rather than the people, like the victims that are being attacked. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's what media yeah. does a lot. And it's like, if, yeah. it's, if it's like a white person that does this shit too, it's always like, oh, this this is what the background of this white person is. Yeah. And, and yeah. Not, not the background of like the victims. They even like yeah. in the same deal with like, you know, the whole BLM movement. You know, there's more media coverage. Like obviously like, you know, an innocent black life was lost and like they cover that. But then there's more like media sources that are coming out that are like talking about the one who did the killing. And I'm like, bro, that's not the point of like what, what this entire situation is. Like you're taking away the face. Like you're exactly. not tackling the problem at hand. And then the second thing that's been really frustrating me is like within the Asian community, I feel like there's, there's people that I like to call quote unquote boba liberals, right? Mm. So like they're they're doing they're like they're like trying to speak up for what's right, but in reality they're not really doing it because they genuinely feel it, but rather they're like doing it because everyone else is doing it. Yeah, so like, look good. Yeah, exactly, good. exactly. And then there's like a bunch of like Asian people that I've seen that have been like speaking out against like Asian like attacks and everything. I'm like that's great, but like where was that same energy though when the whole BLM movement was going on? Especially like, um, you know, when, like when last year when BLM was so like prevalent. There were only like really a handful of Asian people that I, <clears throat> I saw on my Instagram that were like really supporting it or really doing something about it rather than just repost. They're not where I was like, were you really like actually educating yourself further? Were you actually trying to donate? Were you trying to actually have these difficult conversations with your family and stuff like that? And I think like what this whole thing showed me is like it really stems from like BLM kind of. It's like if we can't, if um, like I, I want to say like blacks are probably. The majority within our like the minority group in the u.s right i want to yeah. say that so if yeah. like we're not able to acknowledge the fact that like blacks in america are not being treated fairly how the hell do we expect other minority groups to really be getting that same respect mm -hmm. but then that's where like the whole boba liberal starts to like really piss me off because i'll be seeing like asian girls abgs be like yo asian tax are not okay i'm like damn bitch you're the same girl that said like oh yeah i only date white dudes not asian dudes yeah. and then like, you get dicked down by like them, like every other week or some shit i'm like yo hypocrisy much like come on you gotta stay consistent with your viewpoints here like mm -hmm. and like you didn't say shit earlier you know yeah about anybody else and yeah man you, what you were saying about like them focusing on the perpetrators and stuff you know all of these people they're like oh we know the names of the victims why don't you give us the names of the perpetrators like i don't know why they're asking for that you know like yeah. they stop i'm pretty sure they stopped doing that like on purpose they don't want these people to get like you know infamy right yeah, yeah. that and just like it takes away from the victims too yeah exactly so like i don't know people i don't think they got their mind straight yeah, and I think it's, like, really funny because it's, like, I think with white people especially, it's always, there's always some sort of excuse. They do a school shooting, they do some sort of, like, 
they, you know, they do a shooting, they do, they do some heinous crime, you know, they're always making up some, like, excuse, like, oh, you know, like, they're mentally unstable, or, you know, yeah. even more recently, they were having a bad day, I'm like, bro, where have a you, bad, I'm like, bad I'm, day? Uh, yeah, that's what the excuse was, and I'm like, bro, where have you ever heard that for any other person of color, like, I guarantee you, if the situation was flipped around, Asian person decides to shoot up, like, six, like, six people, like, and they're all white in the salon, they're gonna be like, oh, yeah, this dude's a terrorist, and blah, 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 all that, but like they're always making these excuses, I feel like for white people, and that's what's been really pissing me off too. Yeah. Um, damn. You think? I mean, of course. Yeah, Asian people can't be depressed, so yeah. it can't it can't be messed up, man. I think like I don't even know like what the the end and the end goal is for like I don't even know where this is gonna end up. Yeah. Like honestly, like I'm hoping there's like I mean honestly like. Am I really expecting like law reforms or like law changes or anything? To be honest, I don't expect that to happen. But if anything, I want, if the only thing I really hope that comes out of this is like, look, let's like get this awareness out here. Like, let's make it clear to people like, yo, we're not like what you think we are. We actually have our own shit that we deal with is that Mm -hmm. you guys have been pushing under the rug for so many years because like, you know, we're not like the majority of these people here. Mm-hmm. that's like my okay. only thing that i really want like honestly like at this point like do i expect like law changes or like anything like that like honestly no because like if they didn't do it for blm what makes you think that they're going to do it for us mm-hmm. so it's like at the end of the day you know it's just more about getting awareness out letting people know like hey look like we're just like like you guys you know we have our own issues mm-hmm. it's crazy to think that still people like some people just don't think like everybody's the same yeah it's like oh you don't look like us yeah (laughs) you're not from here i'm like or like (laughs) you know you're like you don't have the same brain as me because you don't look like me you know everybody thinks you know everybody thinks everyone has like a different mindset and everything yeah it's like every every, everybody has their own perspective and stuff but i think like i do think like this maybe the exposure of this on the media is gonna make asian people you know think about think about like speaking up more right yeah i think i I hope i hope yeah i hope people speak up more i hope people are like you know it's sometimes it's scary to stand up to something but yeah for sure you know you gotta do it yeah so uh you know we kind of got a little depressing in the beginning but kind of transitioning over to who you are Okay. Yes, sir. If you give, if you don't mind, could you give the people who are currently listening, people who will be watching this on YouTube and all the other platforms, a little brief description as to who you are as a person? All right. So, um, my name is Kuro Ming. So, aka, you can call me Forrest. That's my, it's my uh legal name. Yeah, yeah. But so I'm a, I'm like. I'm a university student at Northeastern. I'm also a rapper. So that's like my main, my main thing is I'm a rapper, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm just been, you know, cooking up slowly, but surely every day, you know, making music. And uh, I guess that's pretty much it about me. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do much, like much else. So. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Northeastern University. Big shout out to Northeastern University. Best college in the U.S. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To I got alumni here and a current student <laughs> here on the pod right now. Yeah. So um, kind of going into like this whole like um rap thing that you've been doing. Um, how long has it mm-hmm. been since you started rapping and like what really inspired you to do rap more than anything? Yeah. So I would say I started maybe just writing a few bars here and there. I started listening to rap music. 
I used to listen to exclusively, what is it, um, the classical music. Yeah, then I started listening yeah. to Michael Jackson. And then I found The Weeknd, and then I started listening to rap music, right? And I think, after I started listening to rap music, I think that really changed me up, right? So it, it, rap music really makes me feel feel a certain way. Like, you know, for example, like Future, you know Future? Yeah, yeah, of course. I listen to Future, and I, I feel like I, I'm a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally, it literally just it changes your mindset up. So I started making music because I could I could do what Future does to, like, for myself, right? Yeah, I could yeah. Ta- tailor the song for myself. So I started writing like probably bars in like 2015, 2016, mm. and then like 2017, I started just like kind of recording it. I used to make like joke raps because you know what what you do when you're like, you know, you're scared of judgment, right? So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna make some meme songs and nobody can judge me for it because uh, they're stupid, yeah, yeah. right? But then I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to do this shit. So I don't make real music. So I just started slowly building up. I just, I wrote, oh man, you should, you should see my notes. I, 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 I used to just do, um, write all my bars before I, I do it. I, I know exactly what you're talking man. about. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. But, um, I think last year, so, so I've been like kind of working in the background, just like, you know, working on my skills. Right. And in 2020 last year, I started like dropping stuff because it started linking with like, I live by myself and I would just, I would wake up and just do music. Mm. And then I would just, I would go on, I, I would go on social media and I would just connect, connect with like people through social media, connect with, uh, I'm working with like, I think the first guy who I reached out or like, uh, I reached out to was, his name is Mishka. He doesn't really make beats anymore, but I would just, I would like link up with one person and they it's like a mutually like we respect each other right yeah, yeah yeah and then like so he he sauced me like 200 beats for free oh i don't wow. need to pay for any of them he sent he sent me like just mass amounts i just work on it day in day out and then slowly i just link up with more and more people and i go to like events in like around boston just link up with them like link up with people here here you know locally you know just like building a network so i just like I, I got my I got real like I got deep into it and yeah, I, I, yeah, love sure. Sure. I love this shit. I love this shit. For yeah. sure, for sure. Cause like I, I actually used to do rap myself. So like I started <laughs> um my freshman year of high school. But like yeah. it was like so like so essentially like the timeline is freshman year of high school to like my senior year of high school. I was just only battle rapping because I saw like Jin and Dumbfounded like yeah, kill, yeah, it, yeah. kill it on the scene, like kill it, right? So I was like, oh shit, like these Asian dudes can do it. Like fuck, why can't I? So then, like, in my school, like, like we would have, like, free period before, like, um, school actually starts. So around, like, like in between, like, 8 to 8.30, that was, like, our free period time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, during lunch, too. There were always, like, these, like, white kids who think they can rap that were, like, always trying to, host, like, do, like, rap battles or whatever. So I was, like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, why not just do it? So then yeah. I, I, like, I do that, kill every single one of them because, like, they had nothing against me. Yes, sir. And then I go... And then, like, started slowly but surely, like, I, I really got into battle rapping. And then I, I, like, started going to New York every so often to, like, do battle uh-huh. raps here and there. And then it wasn't until college where I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. I, like, I actually want to make music. So this was about, like, 20, 2015, around your time, 2015, 2016. And I didn't actually start recording, recording until, like, 2017. And I, like, I really just one mixtape quit after that because i was like fuck it like i like because that was my junior year and i get into my senior year of college and i'm like yo i actually like fashion more than i like this rap thing Mm. so i kind of quit rap altogether i've been like doing this fashion thing for a while now right Mm. but um yeah it's it's funny because like i like when you say like oh i have like tons of notes like dude i think like 
I don't know about you, how your writing process works, but like when I hear a beat, my first thing is to just like first focus in on the hook and then I'll figure out my lyrics after that. And uh-huh, I, yeah. And like when I went through a breakup, dude, every day I was writing like two, three songs. Oh yeah, I feel that. I feel that heavy. Yeah. I, oh my God, we all live the same lives out here. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like if you're, you're not a true rapper until you go through a breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's where right. like the best, like you're mo- like you're like, that's when your creative juices just because that, that shit is deep, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's layers to that. Like it's like a kick, you know. There's layers to it. Yeah, it's like there's the breakup, then there's the depression one, and then there's like yeah. other shit, like oh, a hard childhood stuff. It's like yeah, yeah, there's always like there's like three different levels of sadness that you can like touch on. But I think like the breakup mm-hmm. one is like the easiest one to like really like tune in with like your <laughs> creative process. So you, you like um you start with like the like you went real technical right because you're on battle rap right yeah so yeah just bars 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 i think who is like so you would say uh who are your top five artists like like music artists or just like yeah interest? just like music artists in general so yeah. for me like i really appreciate like lyricism more than anything so mm-hmm. like you know like the new 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 school rap like lil pump and all them are like kind of like trash in my opinion like takashi yeah. 69 I was yeah. always a fan of like J. Cole, obviously. Um, Kendrick, I like his um, lyrics, but his beats are hit or miss. Mm. Um, Eminem, obviously, he's the GOAT. Joyner Lucas, and then um, uh, XX. XX uh, I, um, I think he was the first time I ever like liked mumble rap, but like his was like very sophisticated like his wasn't like oh yeah like i'm i'm actually like high or like doing drugs like obviously maybe he was but like he he had a lot of like deep shit too that he like wrote and i like really liked that and it like changed my perspective on rap as a whole mm, yeah yeah i feel that yeah i mean i used to listen to a lot of like when i first started i like listened to a lot of lil wayne and eminem and yeah stuff. lil wayne lil wayne's def- yeah. definitely up there as well yeah yeah, Lil Wayne is actually insane. But I think like um when I started making music, what really you know um who, who really inspired me? One of my inspiration, definitely not lyrical at all. I used to value, I used to listen to like um ASAP Rocky's always been one of my favorites. So yeah. So I've always liked his um his bars and the New York styles was fire. But um I think you know Nav, right? Yeah, yeah. Nav, huge inspiration for me because um I remember I got a lot of these artists, like, I used to go on SoundCloud all the time because, like, mm-hmm. I didn't have, like, I, because, like, before Spotify, you had to, like, buy everything with iTunes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, right. So, I, I, like, never bought any songs. So, Me I would either. just, on, I would just on SoundCloud all day, every day. And I, w- I would listen to, like, Nav. And I, I, I honestly just thought he was black. Okay. So, so, uh-huh. and then, um, once he, like, started, like, um, I think in 20, 2016, 2017, he, like, he started, like, revealing more about himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know how you said like MC like Jin and uh dumbfounded yeah yeah it, it inspired you because they're like um Asian rappers right yeah, yeah. I mean Nav's Indians but like so we're not technically we're not really like the same in that regard but he's the only Indian rapper yeah yeah and he made it out just because of the sound so w- that just made me realize like I don't you you could be whoever you know yeah exactly literally whoever and just it sounds fire so. Yeah, and it wasn't like, oh, they were Asian, that's why I, like, supported them, but it's, like, they were mm-hmm. actually, like, it was, like, they're Asian, but they're, like, actually getting the respect yeah, from, yeah, like, yeah. like, they're not, they're not getting respect because they're just Asian, but, like, no, like, this dude's Asian, but, but like, he's, like, killing it, like, he's legitimately killing it. killing it. Yeah. And, like, um, 
So like my question to you is with like mainstream music and everything, uh, this is what my opinion is. I want to know what you think. Uh, and I want to hear like your, your uh, two cents on this. But um, I think within like media as a whole, right? There's, I think like Asian Americans in terms of entertainment when it comes to like music or anything, they're at the very bottom of the totem pole. Like, and the way, the way I see it, it's like, it's definitely like African-American blacks at the very top in terms of music entertainment, like, like entertainment, not like CEOs or anything of the company. Yeah. 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 It's like them. Then it's going to be whites. I think it's, uh, lat Latino, Latinx slash Asians. And then it's like Asian Americans at the very bottom. Yeah. And it's like, in, in this, it's not like a knock against like people who come from Asia that are like going to us market, but like. I feel like the like me like people who are listening, they're like, oh, this person's from like when you look at like Rich Brian, when you look at like Higher Brothers, like Higher Brothers came from China, Rich Brian came from Indonesia, and it's like people are like, oh, yo, I fuck with this. But if like let's say Asian American does it, they're like, oh, Asian American, like, oh hell nah, like nah. You know what? I think you're the only one. I I agree with you, and I think you're the only one who ever mentioned this. The distinction between being from Asia and being Asian American, it's it's a huge difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a significant, you don't, you don't hear many Asian Americans like popping off like that. Yeah. You know? And even if they do pop off, yeah. I feel like there's like a whole level of higher standard that people put them at because mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you're from America, but you're also Asian. So you have to do like, so like even if you're like a dope ass lyricist, like you have to yeah. be like legitimately like a philosopher in terms of your like lyrics in order for you to gain like a certain amount of respect. Because when you look at it, like let's let's even take like Dumbfounded for instance, like this dude should be like a whole lot bigger than where he currently is, in my opinion, in terms of just his lyrical like genius and like his flows and everything. But you also see like people like Lil Pump or like Takashi Six Nine or you know like you know like all these other like new school rappers that are coming in, they're just doing like hey, 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 hey. and then it's like bro, their game they're popping off, but this dude ain't like. You know, I mean, there. I think that's like that would be because of the gimmick, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's no a lot of these rappers like they ain't got no gimmicks, you know. So, but Takashi, tattoo six nine all over his body, go wild, you know, go on yell on Instagram, you know, and you just pop off because because the because it's a gimmick. But um, damn, fuck, I kind of lost track of the kind of question what were you saying no i'm just saying like what's your thought on like asian americans being at like the bottom yeah because like you know asians because like even like if we think about like k-pop bts is huge they, they came yeah, from korea is. they came from korea but like i'm saying like what if bts were a bunch of korean american dudes would they have the same success is what my question would be you know i think it's um i think it could be the general attitude towards asians you know as i said earlier it's very stereotypical for asians to be more quiet and you know keep to themselves right so when you see an asian rapper american like asian american rapper you might not think they're like they they don't they don't expect like much out of um you know they expect i feel like they expect everybody to be kind of similar right mm. so you you know what i notice a lot i notice that a lot of these successful like Asian American artists, right? They're really, they're really diving into the Asian market. Portion. Yeah, yeah. Like the, their music is like very like Asian. Ref they reference a lot of Asian things, right? Yeah. So like, 
they're like um i think i heard a song it was like talking about asian cooking talking about talking about boba or something like that and that a lot of the bars are just made for um asian americans and that's like their whole market right so and i don't see anybody but asian americans listening to their to music it's successful yeah because yeah. They, they make it for they make it for asian americans but i think like i'm really waiting for like asian american artists to not talk about that type of stuff yeah that's what i was going to ask you because i feel like if they want to be successful they have to talk about like the stereotypical stuff exactly exactly like, they have to kind of like quote unquote make fun of their culture yeah you know like a lot of asian comedy is that too yeah exactly like, asian, asian comedians like they make they got to talk about asian families and like living with an asian family or if you go on youtube you know they talk about like stuff like that but i think like that's like from like for my music i i i'll rap in chinese sometimes yeah, yeah. you know but um, I'm not gonna like write a bar about like fucking I don't know boba yeah. or something. It's like just that. more so like you want your like I think for me too when I was doing rap it was more so like I don't want it to be just like Asian Americans listening or Asian people listening. I want it to be yeah. like universally listened across like exactly. all like you know different races. And it's just like it's just that core crux of like yo they they just like fuck with me because of my music. Not exactly. because of who I am or anything. Like, that's what, like, my main goal was. But I think, like, what's so sad is, like, with Asian Americans, like, because you say, like, also, like, if they go into, like, the, if they tune into Asian side, it's, like, it's hard because when you're Asian American, it's not like you necessarily feel like you belong in America. Mm. But then it's, like, when you go to your home country, too, it doesn't feel like you're, you necessarily belong, like, you're a part of your home country either because of the cultural difference that, like, comes up. I feel that, yeah. So, like, I see a lot of, like, Korean-American artists, like, um, for instance, like, Juno Flow or, like, G2 or something. They were, like, doing pretty well in the Korean market, but it's still, like, kind of, like, they were still kind of, like, oh, well, the Korean, like, overall reception was, like, yo, like, well, why are they rapping so much in English? Like, yo, they're in Korea. But then when they come back into the U.S., it's kind of, like, yo, why are they speaking only English if they're, like, Korean-American? Shouldn't they, like, add Korean to it? It's, like... Yo, it's like there's no like middle ground for there's like there's like so many different there's like expectations from both sides, but like neither side is necessarily like satisfied with the end product. Like I could be pro I could be like really happy about it, but then the like the overall perception on both media, the both sides of the media are kind of like, oh, yo, this guy raps too much in English when he's in Korea, but then like when you're in the U.S., it's like, yo, this guy raps too much in English and he should be rapping in Korean a little bit more. It's like, well, dude, like. Y'all gotta like give me something. What do you want? It's like, what do you want from me? You know? Yeah, everybody wants different things. I know, like some people, uh, they will want want me to, like for some bars and stuff, right? Yeah. And then there's like other people who, like, who literally just ask me, "Yo, can you do this verse in like Chinese?" I'm like, "Sure, why not?" Yeah. You know? And then like, and then then this person wants more out of it, and then some of my like other people I show I show too, and they're like, "Nah, you gotta just." Do the english stuff yeah yeah um i'm just it's it's a it's gonna be a long grind but i'm thinking i'm thinking like the best way it's for for an asian american rapper to really establish himself and just be like be on the market forever is basically just taking the long route and just making music for everybody yeah you no know? it's it literally it will take forever but um because it's because when you target an asian american market it's, it's just easier to get support but obviously you want 
But I think, like, regardless, though, like, let's say, like, you do pop off, like, Asian Americans, like, they see another Asian American artist, like, doing well, they're just going to be naturally inclined to want to support. Obviously, they're going to be haters along the way, but I would say a good, like, 75% of the population would be like, yo, this dude is, like, he's one of me, and he's killing it in the major market. Like, I'm going to naturally just support him. But, like, I don't think, like, like you banking on the fact that like you you're just gonna target asian americans first and then like expand i think that's like the hard mind. that's like that's like kind of like the wrong mindset in my opinion yeah i think i think it is too i think it's it's quicker it's a quicker bag but it's not like it's not sustainable yeah like, if you like longevity big. wise if you want your exactly. music to be like well known yeah. yeah so like you say you take like you took like a year off you know doing music what made you like come to that decision and like uh obviously within this past year how much have you seen, like, in terms of your growth personally and, like, musically as well? I'd say probably um, the one thing that made me really want to do it was because I realized, like, I mean, I just got off of a six-month co-op, right? Yeah, I worked yeah. at a State Street, and I, was, I did just, just, like, kind of boring boring work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, was, it was all right, but... It's, like, it easier kind of money, you know, more yeah, than anything. Easy money. It's just easy money for you to make. Yeah, time but being. I'm like, you know what? I'm... I'm young right now, right? So I might as well do. It. I don't have like kids or anything. Yeah. So eventually, like if I had kids or anything like that, I'd be screwed. But I think like it was very important for me to have a dream to chase. So it's, you know, I feel like everybody lives kind of like the same life. You know, you mm-hmm. get a job and you're like, I, I didn't want to do that. Right. You know, I feel like you. I could pretty much predict, right? If I, if I go college, go to college, get a job after, you know, live a live a health, like a kind of like sustainable space, right? life. Yeah, sustainable. Yeah. It's safe, you know. I don't really want to do that. So, I'm like, you know what? This is actually just. I'm just gonna focus on this. Like, it's still my number one thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't care. I don't honestly don't care how long it takes. You know. You know. Sometimes, sometimes I do feel some pressure because like these young, these artists are getting younger, younger. But, oh, then like SoundCloud, yeah. they pop off, get like 25 million listens, and then all yeah. of a sudden they're like signed, and then like they have this hit that goes on number overnight one. shit. Overnight yeah, shit, yeah, dude. I feel you. I felt that yeah. way too. Yeah, but like you know, it, I I know some like the greatest rappers though. They like they don't they're they're like old, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they're but Eminem they're really is like a really good example. Yeah, like, yeah. Even like, like Joyner Lucas, in my opinion, because like this dude didn't start popping up until his late twenties, mm. and then once he got that. Well, like uh, his uh i'm not racist music video that was made like three four like two three three four i don't know i remember it was like it was, it was a while but like it got it got recognized like more so recently like two years ago and I, I like i saw it from the very beginning and i was like yo this dude is like a freaking genius and i was like on that wave before he became like so popular but then once he featured for eminem it was like at that point his like career just, Game like, over. completely yeah, took off popping off yeah oh my god i mean you know something like i think jid's old right jid i think it's on the younger side i think he's like 25 i want to say really i thought he was like 30 something no no man but i know like um like oh no he is 30 what the fuck yeah yeah i mean some of these rappers like they they um i think it's just it's just social media though like you're able to pop off quickly as a youngin Mm. but um i think it's very very important like like what I did in 2020, I really just like, just figured out how to like, just because I've been writing forever, right? Yeah. But yeah. just a lot of like the music making itself and just the networking um, and just kind of getting like the attitude through to my head. That was really important. Like, 
I actually, I make a lot of my own beats now. So like, um, so I mean, I work with other like um, beat makers and stuff. I'm working with, I'm working with this guy, goes to NYU, his, his fire, Matt Kolb, absolutely mm-hmm. fire. I got like, I think 14 track, 14 track project, um, working on for him. I got another project I'm working on with this guy from the Czech Republic. Oh, word. Yeah, his, his beats are, they hit different. Okay, I originally, I listened to him, I was like, what the fuck is this? But I kind of dig it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm working on another project with him. And, but all the, the whole time, I'm just like, kind of trying to make beats myself. Cause I think if I know how to make everything myself, that's just like the potential. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's a bad thing either. Cause like one manning yeah. it in the beginning, and then eventually, obviously, like once you like start like growing, then you can start assembling a team around you. But mm-hmm. in the very beginning, if you're like relying on other people for help, it's kind of like it puts you in a very like disadvantaged spot. Like later on, as you continue to grow, because you're just like, oh, I've relied on like these people to do it for me. Mm-hmm. And I think like it's good too. Like when you're able to produce your own stuff, you have a certain vision that you have, and it's like like obviously, if the really good producers will like know what your vision is and put that into like music form but like sometimes it's like if you're just like an average like um if you just started or you're like an average beat maker they're not going to understand necessarily like oh what's your vision like what kind of like um how how, how do you want like how what's the bpm on this like how how fast or how slow or is it like boom bap trap whatever like what is it yeah, that sure. you want it's like they they they're not going to understand that and it's like they have to be around you long enough to know like what you like and what you don't like. And mm. especially if you just start off, it's like, dude, honestly speaking, like if you just start off, no no producer really wants to work with you. Yeah. It's that's like true. It's like you're gonna have to like buy your own stuff. You're gonna have to like either make it, like buy buy the rights to certain beats that you like and then do it. But like in terms of like you actually collaborating with a producer, they're not gonna like fuck with you unless like they see like some like substantial work that you put out or they're like Oh yo, mm. you put this out. I like it, even if it's not doing well. They're like, "Oh, I fuck with you. Let's 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 collab." You know? Yeah, I got some like I got some uh, some collabs I did with some people, not even released. And I mean, they'll, they'll show their producer, and that then I can link. Yeah, can yeah, link too. Yeah, it's it's crazy though. It's like some of the you know some of these people are like I got still got to like reach out to to, to get some work in. There's one guy um I was gonna like um. I think I was supposed to hit him up. He went to LA. Everybody's going going to LA because LA is the spot. But um, apparently, like it's it's hard as hell to come out of Boston. You know, one reason I went to Northeastern because it was in Boston, and I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted to really like, you know, make it out of this city. Dude, you know? it's hard. That'll be fine. It's hard as hell. It's but hard it, as hell. You know, there's like, you nothing, there's like nothing there, dude. I tried like looking. Yes, sir. I try to look for like, you know, even places where I can do like ciphers and all that. And I was like looking it up online. I'm like, there's like nothing. Yeah. Everything is like underground. They're not going to be talking about it. But I was like, dude, where the fuck am I supposed to go? Like, I can't just sit in my room, just write and expect to get better that way. You know, I got to put myself out there, you know, compare myself against like other like MCs, other rappers and see like how I stack up against them. If it's like, if my shit's ass. Then like they'll tell me, and then I'm like, okay, bet. And, and you I improve get, it. And you improve it. Yeah. Like you don't know if you're good or bad if you're just doing it in your room and you're like constantly just rapping and like, you know, you obviously you can like change up stuff here and there, but there's only so much improvement you can do by yourself un- until you like go out of your way and like get yourself exposed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think one thing I, oh yeah, one thing I did uh, last year, like. 
is um, I would kind of teach myself how to mix music, right? I usually yeah, work yeah. with um, my buddy who goes to BC and he usually like, um, he, he has quite a ear. So I usually had him mix stuff, but I was like, I had to learn how to do it myself too. So I would just collab with people. There's um, one guy who reached out to me and it's, you know, I respond to like, I look at all my DMs and I respond to everybody. I like, you know, like people like tell, like ask you like, can you listen to this song? And then you just like, like, and like, oh, it was great. And never actually listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I listen to every single track. Cause like, um, I believe, you know, I like, I don't want to leave anything like leave any page unturned. Yeah, so there's yeah. this one guy I linked up with his, um, his name was Lil Kitty the Dawn. He's changed to Big Kitty the Dawn. I thought it was whack. He was like, um, this guy's name is Lil Kitty the Dawn. And like, he has pictures of him with like, cat, like hella cats and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But he, but like, I listen to him. And honestly, I'll be real. The quality of his music, it's garbage. However, his like his skill was, it showed it showed shown through. So mm. I started working with him, and then we were like we really hitting a stride there. Like we made it, like he would just send me a beat, and it was just for SoundCloud, so we just jack beats from YouTube. But he would send me a beat, and then he would have a verse on it, and then I would just put my verse on it, and I would mix everything myself. So I just got better. Like yeah, that. yeah, for sure. Just working on it. Yeah. Man, I'm like, I gotta link up with him again. He actually, I, uh, he's at the pen. So, time to link. Yeah. Time to make make music. Yeah. And the one thing I like appreciate about you is like when when I asked you to do this, you're like, yeah, shoot, do it. I'm like down. Because like mm. I try to like hit up like a few of my friends who are artists, like friends now who are artists. And yeah. All that shit, and they're like, oh yeah, like dude, like, like send send me an invite on Google Calendar, blah blah blah, all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, bet. And I send it to him. And I'll like double check with them that day. Like, yo, we good, we good, we good. Like, yo, like this time still works for you. No response. Like for oh. you, like you told me like, oh yeah, I was like, sorry, dude, like this stuff came up. And I'm like, no, that's no problem. Like, thank you for telling me. And then we just rescheduled and that's not yeah. an issue. But so many people like that are my, like used to be my friends. They're like, they're acting hella Hollywood. Like, they're like, yo, I'm too good to be on a podcast that like, you know, maybe not that many people will listen to. But I'm like, I don't care if like what what your perception of my podcast is. It's just like, I'm I'm trying to show you the utmost respect. But like you're kind of like acting all Hollywood right now, and you think like you're higher than me or some shit like that. I was like, dude, I can't fuck with this because there was like a like few people that were like, yeah, you know, like oh uh, like I'll, I'll see if I can like fit you on my schedule, blah blah blah, all that. And I'm like, okay, mm. like I get it, you're busy, but like, dude, this shit only takes like an hour. Like, come on, yeah. Oh my, I don't, I don't understand. Like, but I, I totally like, I feel that though. Cause like these people, some of these people who reach out to me, they have absolutely no clout. Like they are like, right. Like 20 followers, like little kitty, when you reach out to me, he had like 20 followers. Like I was like, oh, you know what? I'll give it, I'll give it a shot. Right. And at the end of the day for a podcast, it's a conversation, right? So, yeah, yeah. Like, it's man, like, I don't for, understand. Yeah. For me, like I, when I do these podcasts too, it's never about like clout or anything. It's just because mm -hmm. like, from my background and like what I've like kind of went through, um, a lot of people have been asking me on like live streams and everything like, oh, yo, you know, like, how do you get, how do you know so much about fashion? Like, what's your background with it? That inspired me to like kind of get to know other people as to why they do it and like what their insights on the industry. It's not anything like, oh, I want to make a big on podcasting like world or whatever. I'm just kind of like, you know what? 
if it does well, it does well. But like, I want to get to know people. I want people to be able to hear like these experiences. But some people are just kind of like, yo, what am I going to really gain out of it? Like, oh, is there any monetary value? Or like, am I going to get thousands and thousands of fans after being on it? And I'm like, you don't have to act this Hollywood, bro. Like, let's <laughs> like right now, like, yo, you're in the same position as I am. Like, you're not on mainstream media. I'm not on mainstream media. We're in this grind together right now. Like, like I'm like we let's try to help each other out so we can get to this point. But like they're kind of like they're like oh let me let me let me see you fit on my schedule. Oh let me see like oh yo let me like send me an invite here. Like oh send me an invite there. And I'm like yeah I'll send you these invites. And then they like don't respond to me on the day like we're supposed to be shooting this pod. And I was just it's, like yo come on. It's it's a mindset thing. Like um looping like you know how i collab with like a, like a bunch of beat makers yeah i get like throughout like especially during the summer every single day like two or three people like they message me for like beats i respond to all of them i'm like but i tell them i'm like pretty busy i'll check their stuff out but um but they always want me to buy the beats right They're yeah, like, yeah. Can you buy can you buy this beat and stuff like that it's like that's really not the move yeah you know of course um, not. it's not like uh these However, the people I do coll- end up collaborating with, they literally, I, I pay them. They never ask for it though. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They never ask for it. But, and these people, they happen to be the best beat makers out of the whole pool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They really, they really care about the music. They really just care about the music. They want to make something good. So nobody's acting like cr- crazy for like cash or anything like that. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same way like Twitch too. It's yeah. like you go on a streamer site thing and then. Let's say you go to like Ninja Stream and you're like, yo, I'm streaming right now. And then you leave it in there and you hope that like people will come over. That's like the same mentality that these people are having. Like, yo, can you buy this beat? I'm like, dude, like I'll buy it if I want it. Like, you, yeah. can't, you can't force me to use my money on something I don't want, you know? Like, and if the beat isn't anything like what I want in my like, <laughs> own music, like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm not going to drop like 300 for this or two, whatever the pr- asking price is for like full rights or whatever. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah just kind of, I I mean, I think like it's like some some of these people like they don't really have their head their head isn't straight like they're not they're not chasing the right thing you know so it's about the bag for a lot of people yeah it is but like like damn, I these, like my 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 mentality has always been like if. If it's something I really want to do and I just continue to work hard at it, eventually the bag will come. Absolutely. That's what I think too. But when I put my mindset on the bag and then like I'm doing this for the bag, it's not going to work out as the way I hope. Because you said like this entire expectation of yourself, like, oh, I'm making millions and like everything like that. That's like in reality, like, yo, like some of these rappers, like they do another job on the side, you know, like. They're mm-hmm. not. They're not. All of them end up becoming like super, like mainstream and super, like famous and everything. You know. Mm. But yeah, like you just gotta focus on just making making good music. Exactly. Yeah. And dude, like how these you know, some, you know, some of these guys ask me for features and stuff. I send I send that shit to them and they're like they don't hit me back. Like I legit sent you a beat that I have rights to. I sent you my vocals and they just don't hit me back yeah that's like that's, like that's the hardest thing that's bro, all, that's, i'm that's like you thing. asked me to do this for you this is like you. the kind of going go back into my yeah. idea of like people be acting hollywood like dude like 
I'm here to help. I know you're like, not we're, that busy. It's like, we're, we're trying to help each other out. Like, dude, you're not. Yeah. It's like, don't say like you're better than me. Unless like you're mainstream, you're hitting these numbers. You're hitting like millions and millions of streams and like everything. Okay, maybe maybe I can understand. But like, I feel like the most successful people are the ones that actually take the time to really like, one, obviously focus in on their own crap, but two, really be in tune with like, what everyone around them is doing rather than like, them being like in their own like world of the self-absorbed world saying like oh i'm great i'm great like obviously it's a good mindset to have but like also it's like that mindset isn't going to necessarily get you far further than you should be getting you know i mentioned like i like asap rocky right yeah so for a second uh second studio album called at long last asap the one with the the cover of like the black and white cover of him like yeah space. yeah yeah that one he has hella features from the guy called Joe Fox mm. so I don't know if you know the story but Joe Fox was just some guy on the side of the road in uh, I think London it was either London or, or or Paris who just a guy on the road selling CDs yeah 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 he didn't, he didn't know who ASAP Rocky was you know but he ended up getting like half the songs have he's featuring like half the songs. It's really just about the music at that point. So, like, I, I just like these are the type of people I need to work with. Yeah, exactly. You know? I've been linking with people like that. One thousand percent. Stuff, stuff that like I'm working on right now is like, sheesh, you know? Yeah, because yeah. like my whole thing is too. It's like, um, and I want to know what your take is on this, but new school versus old school rappers. Ooh. Like, what's your opinion on that? Like, I want to hear your opinion first, and then I'll share my like what my like take is on it. Okay, so I'd say everything has to do with social media, in my opinion, because in the past there's no social media, right? You really have to you got to get the track out, and people are just gonna listen to the track. They're just gonna listen to your music. They're gonna figure out if it's good or not. You know, a lot of these old songs, like a lot of the songs popping off TikTok right now, they're songs like from way back when. Yeah, you know? yeah. They have these songs have longevity. You know, like they're they're well crafted they're well-crafted songs like a lot of songs these days they're not really songs they're not it's not really music it's more of like a product you know so you a lot of these artists you know it's it's not a bad idea but they're selling they're not just selling music they're selling their, their image so mm -hmm. you know you don't have to really do that too as much in the past so i would say yeah old school music is definitely it's definitely better just just because like I, I don't hear any of these songs like lasting you know some of these songs are fire right but i doubt i remember any of them in like a few years yeah because like what my take is like new school versus old school rappers is like old school rappers like when i'm talking about old school we're not talking about like super old like biggie yeah. even like we'll take it like to like the j cole era up until j cole right? yeah like i was thinking like j cole or, like yeah. Or like Kendrick and Kanye West and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so like yeah. those people, they were doing the music. They were doing music for the love of the music. I can tell. And yeah. then it just so happens that like fame, fortune, you know, money, everything came along with it because they just yeah. loved the music. And then they're like putting all their energy into it. And then like eventually that like rewards because like, oh, you know, everyone or people are fucking with it. But when it comes to new school stuff, I feel like even, I'll even take like Lil Pump for like, for example. Like, honestly speaking, like, did this dude really have the intentions of becoming a rapper? Honestly, maybe he did. But it feels like, to me, the way I see it is, like, they're only doing it for what music could potentially bring them. 
Mm, not, not not because they love the music, but rather they're like, oh, I'm doing it because I know that if I'm successful as a rapper, I can go to all these parties. I can these... get all this expensive shit. I'm gonna get the bag, and like I can buy all these nice cars and like houses and everything. Like that's yes. the way I see it. It's like the difference is do you like what's your goal? Like do you want to make good music or do you want to be money? Like, like money. do you want to be a rapper? You want to be a rapper, right? Like I think people are getting lost, right? Yeah, and I think the title of being like a rapper is getting so thrown out like loosely now. Mm, yeah, like I think like that's that's like one thing that has bothered me. Like even after I like stepped away from rapping, it's mm. like people are throwing that term so loosely now. Like if you don't sing but you're on a track, you're a rapper now. It's like dude, that's not <laughs> that's not necessarily true either. Like, dude, I think like rappers like you have to put like thought into your lyrics. You have to put like. There has to. I feel like with every like like every like sixteen bars, there's there's a story that can be told with it. And mm. then are you telling a story? If not, like for instance, like what the hell is Gucci Gang talking about? It's just you talking about like wearing Gucci all the time. Like, bro, I don't really give a fuck about that. Like, dude, like Joey Badass, like he talks about his like rough childhood and all that stuff. Like that's the t- type of stuff like where I consider them as a rapper. But for them, it's kind of like. I don't know what to call you. I guess you're just, you're just like noise or something. Entertainer. Entertainer. I guess. <laughs> Entertainer. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, there was somebody. You know, I, I went to Costco like last week or like I think last week. I was um, so I need to go to the bathroom in the Costco. So I just you know I didn't like uh, I went the the other the other way in, and then this guy stops me. He liked my outfit. There's this like this 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 like grown man. He was like. Yo, that's a sick fit. Do you mind if I take a picture? And I had this like I had some like I had like billionaire boys club mm. shirt on. I got some like I got some like fucking green cardigan, and I got some I got some like uh, J's on, right? And I was like, wow, he's, this is interesting. So I started talking to him, and then I realized like so he's this forty year old guy, and he basically grew up like listening to like in the culture, right? And he says the exact same thing as that you're saying. Like he, I had him, I'm having him like review some like music, right? And then it's just the idea of you making music to like, I need to make a song. It's like, it's like the idea is like, I want, if you sit down because you want to make music and then you make something beautiful, right? Or you could sit down with the idea like, I need to make a song today. You know, you know, I, I need to get this to create a song just to have it out. Man, the difference is it's incredible i think i think like the general public won't understand that but like those who are really invested in music they can tell like the difference between like who really put in like who really loves this music stuff mm-hmm. and who's just doing it because one they feel like it's an obligation or two it's like they're doing it for money purposes mm. and that that's like the that's like the it's really easy to distinctly like pinpoint those out because obviously, I don't know like any of like the new rappers that are coming out that are like super crazy lyricists or anything. Like I'm still like there, there isn't. There really isn't in my opinion. There really isn't. It's yeah, just, I'm still stuck on like the J Cole's, the Kendrick's. I think like the only one that like came out recently was Joiner. But like Joiner's been around forever, but it's only recently that he got like, uh, like he got he you know, people mm. started picking up a lot of the stuff, but. It's just kind of, it's just like, I, I like, if you ask me, like, yo, name a new, new school, like, lyricist, I'm like, I can't tell you one. I, like, I can't put one on top of my head. And, like, kind of going on with that, like, um, do you think, like, as an artist, 
or like artists in general nowadays they're more so focused on like putting out singles because i feel like on tiktok nowadays like if you put out a single and like people like it and everyone starts using your song they're gonna be like wanting to listen to spotify and i think that's what a mm. lot of people like that's what a lot of artists are realizing like all i have to do is just pick up like make a hit hit song use it on tiktok and then like eventually that would like get me millions and millions of streams you think they're it's like rather than them like actually like wanting to focus in like making a whole album compilation or like a mixtape or an ep or something of that sort do you think like nowadays the trend has been going to more like hey let's just release singles here and then albums are like a back burner thought now it's just singles it's singles and singles and singles it's it's easier to do and it's just but the people are these people are focusing on just like making making a product that people will like the like when i make projects i i kind of group like my last project i dropped it was eight tracks but it was all produced by the same guy you mm-hmm. know and i got so many tracks i got released a single like every week you know i could i have i have enough um shit done just to do that but i don't do that because i really value i know it's like i as i said earlier like i, I want to take the long way you know it's it's tougher but i think it's it'll pay off in the end so like the projects i'm working on i have like four projects and every produ- like it's just one producer for um, mm. the group I, they're a group pipe producer because i really um so another thing i care about is giving proper credit to people, yeah to, for to, sure to artists so that's why i only have one producer so it's the, the album is basically a collaboration between me and this producer oh so, really yeah that's, that's interesting. why that's, that's why like people are waiting for me to drop music and stuff but it takes me forever because i got to make sure that all these songs are like mixed to the same caliber it, it's okay if it's like shittily mixed but um, for for like um style reasons, right? Or um, but all the songs have to they have to transition well off each other and stuff. Got yeah, but and that's I, like I the whole like, idea of like an album too. Yeah, exactly. Like it has to it has to have good playthrough. Like um, from from song one to song whatever you know. So it's, it takes a hell of a lot more time, way more time to create create an album. Yeah, for sure. Album you gotta you gotta vary the style and stuff like that. Singles you hear a lot of these guys rapping. They steal uh, on on TikTok. They steal the um, three six mafia flow. Yeah, yeah. They it's like real deep, like a snot, you know, snot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they just steal that sound, and then they, they every single song is like the same. So when, if I make an album, do I got like you you think like there's like hell of people on the album? It's just me doing different styles, mm. but I gotta make it like tie together because I want to have variation, and I want to create good music, you know, that I personally would listen to. Yeah, yeah. Cause like in my case too, even when I made a mixtape too, like I, I don't think it's good, but like, uh, when I made it that even just making a mixtape, honestly, like it's not even an album, like it's a mixtape. We could just throw shit on and then like, you know, that's it. But like, even just planning that out, that took me about like five, six months to do. Yeah. The yeah. easiest part is honestly recording. Be. Honestly mm-hmm. speaking, the easiest part about making that mixtape was recording everything. Like the whole planning out like oh what kind of songs am i gonna have for first track and like everything like moving forward it's like dude it's not it that that shit is so difficult yeah my last project um i had i had 30 tracks on it i cut it down to eight dude you know? it's crazy <laughs> you. like it's just man it and like you change it up as you go like oh maybe this one should be like three 
or maybe yeah, like yeah. this one this one this one shouldn't even be on it and then like you spend like two weeks working on it and you're like oh this no this one's a scratch like we're, like, we're cutting down from like 30 to 8 like you know i know exactly what what Dude, I know. class the classic i think i saw a meme that was funny as fuck it was um just like a, a folder right like a like a folder on your computer and had like like the song in it right had what is it, song version one Song version two, two song, song, version song version three, three. song final, song final, final, song final, yeah, final, 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 final. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's look. That's how it should be. That's yeah. how it should be. That's how yeah. that's how it was for me recording too. Like I would record, save it, then do, like open up a new session, record, and then save it again. I think mm. like when I actually did it, like one verse had like even for like one like the first verse, I was I already had like thirty different takes on it, and I was like. Yo, all of these, none of them li- I like. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm like scratching this, like making a new one. Uh, it's like, dude, that that's the stuff that like is so difficult. But like even making an album, like honestly, singles, I feel like those can be like done within like a week or so. But mm. I feel like albums, it's like, even if you're done recording with it, you're not done with that song. Because it's like, it depends on what happens to the next song after that and the next song after that. Mm. Oh, man. The, I'm thinking like, I got like, you know, people always tell me to just like drop music and stuff, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like I should just make albums because I think I should just. It's a, it's just pressure thing too. Yeah. Cause there's, there's like a pressure thing. With like, people all, well, one thing, one thing I heard is like, you want to like, you know, these uh, TikTok rappers and stuff like in YouTube and like, um. A lot of these new school rappers, they just have one sound. They just yeah, they just every song kind of sounds the same. Just, it's it's unfortunate. I know you're a uh, you're a uh, you're a writer, right? Mm-hmm. You relate you relate to like the writing, how lyrics and stuff. You know all these like rappers and stuff, the new age ones. They just freestyle everything. Yeah, yeah. They freestyle everything, and it's like, but it's like yeah. always the same stuff too. Yeah. Like oh, I'm taking a cup of lean and like. A fucking hella hose, whatever. Yeah. Is it something along those lines? Like I'm doing drugs, making money, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, there's there's got to be some point where, some I mean something's got to change, you know. Yeah, something's got to sure, change for sure. Man, you ever listen to? You ever listen to that? Uh, who's a who? Stupid young. Yo, yeah, yeah. That guy is actually straight. He's fire. good. He's good. He's hella good at rapping. Like I'm, I listen to one of my favorite tracks right now is uh, Drake of the Ruler. It's like called Lil Boosie by Drake of the Ruler featuring Stupid Young. That shit slaps. Like that's, oh, like that's like one thing, like he doesn't talk about being Asian that much, you know? Yeah, he, he's like, and, he, he's more but, about like, well, he, he was like me, in the, he's in like gang life if I recall. Yeah, he is in gang life. That's but. why, that's why, I, like I, the first song I ever listened to was Mando. Mando? Mozzie? Dude, that, that was good. That was good. That shit was gas. See, like, I feel like he's doing, I feel like he's doing so much for, like, Asian American rappers. I think he's, like, one of those people, too, like, that's kind of doing it the right way, too. That is like when you, when you, like, when you listen to his, like, interviews, he's like, yo, I love this music stuff. Like, I'm going to keep going with it, like, mm-hmm. and everything. Like, and you can tell that he genuinely loves it. Like, yeah, he might talk all hood and everything, but, like, you can tell, like, with like how much like work he puts into it like dude this dude actually puts thought into his lyrics mm-hmm. and like you can tell like there's a whole story that he's telling with it even like mando even like dude that dude was like that that like that 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 song was catchy obviously but like still like there was a legitimate story behind it like dude i don't think like honestly speaking like 
I'm gonna say this like honestly, like you or me, we can't write that shit ever. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't have experience. Like I yeah. couldn't write that shit if I wanted to. I think. Yeah, he's a he's a rapper. He's a rapper, rapper, right? So he just he got bars. That's why I think that's why I, like my I I never go. I've never been in no gang and stuff like that. But so I don't have those types of stories. So but I like, like you also, there's also stories that you can touch on that yes, like yeah. maybe he might not be able to. Mm. But like. I think that's that's kind of why like um I think a lot of artists do like the melodic stuff because you don't have to focus on the story as much, right? I guess so. I think yeah. it, part of it is like melod like you might not have to focus on the story, but the ones that really make it big, they focus mm. both on story and making exactly. sure the melody the really is like good with the beat. You know that that's yeah. like the hardest balance you can find. It's a in the st- uh for me like the melodic stuff though is kind of like a it's a little like it's a little like hack because like you don't have to write as many lyrics that's true <laughs> and then and then um and like sometimes like people just be running out of bars and stuff yeah God damn but i would always for me like i would always listen to like somebody like stupid young like or like shot of spence mm. like and they're both asian rappers i would listen to them over anybody in like adia rising and stuff like that because mm. i think making it yourself it's like because of your music just straight up because of your music it's just it's yeah. the move that's like one thing i was like stupid young, respect. i respect that and then like jay yeah. park as well yeah yeah jay that's park crazy yeah i mean this dude's been he's signed to rock records that's like pretty big jay-z's company yeah. right there but like absolutely like he not he wasn't like a cop-out either like this dude like went through his own hardships and like He's mm. built like two empires in Korea, but then on top of that, he'd be like making like he still makes good music. Like, dude, it's universally loved. Like, don't matter if you're Asian, black, white. Like, his music is just catchy, and mm. that's like the one thing I appreciate about him. You know, um, you know, Stevie Young got songs with Jay Park. Yeah, yeah, I saw that shit. That shit is like a hit. Yeah, know? that's it what I'm saying. Perfect. But it's like you can tell though, when two people who like fuck with music work together. It's GGs right there. Yeah, actually, it is. That's how. Sometimes when I like, talk to my um, the people I met on, I got I haven't even linked up with these guys. I got like, like a few people I'm collaborating with all the time. One of them is a, I said like, what's a big kitty, the Don. So he's, I've really fuck with him because his bars are just um, his lyrics are good, and he has like, he has that like, like the energy of like an artist. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, there's another guy, Sheppy Gambino. I got I got like tracks with them, man. I'm just, I'm just fucking like I'm itching to put this shit out, but I'm still taking my time with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, kind of, essentially, like almost wrapping up this entire pod here. Uh, obviously, I have a couple questions for you later on. Yeah. Um, if someone were to talk to you and say, "Hey, I want to be a rapper," what's like one word of advice you would give to them? One more advice. I would say stop thinking about like what other people think of you, you know? when you when you rap, okay, you can you can talk about pretty much anything you want, right? Mm. I say it's one of the most limiting factors is for rapping, for just reaching a true potential is caring too much about what other people think of you. Yeah, so it limits your lyrics. So you it's very hard to do, but once you get to a point where you just don't give a fuck about anybody you can you can write like crazy shit like it's like sometimes it's got to be it's sometimes it's rap cap right 
but that's normal. I feel like everybody does that. Some, some like um, real like OG just don't don't rap cap. But I feel like it's a it's a it's it depends on how you do it. But um, it's once you get out of the get out of the like mindset of like caring what people think. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Basically, yeah. that's the number one thing. It's not even like your rap style too, dude. Like being yeah. Asian too. Like I'm pretty sure you receive like hella backlash from like older asian people oh they're yeah. like yo rapping the fuck like focusing yeah. on school like you're about to graduate like oh, worry about sure. getting a job and like yo like this one is so much more stable than this rap shit that you'd be doing and i'm like yeah you know what that's true but like i i'm not about that nine to five i'm yeah. not about yeah, that like desk I, job definitely not it's like dude like definitely not i'm gonna i'm gonna keep riding until i make it yeah for and, sure which on the on the way there though just like when when people when I do like, I, I always like, I was able to get returns very quickly because I always felt like I'm very versatile. So I've been able to collab with a ton of people. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. But they send me that track, I get to work, I send it back to them. When they tell me how they feel about it, because like that shit makes my day. That like, I think that's I like, that, that that's like, that's like the, that's when you know like someone will like eventually get big is like if you, if someone sends you a track and they're like, oh, let's collaborate, and then you get that shit done with, and then you send it back out, like, within, like, let's say, a day or two, like, you get it done quickly, and then you send it back to them. That's when you know, like, oh, this person is gonna, like, really, like, eventually make it far because of how professional they are about that shit, and two, like, they don't care about, like, what your clout level is or anything. Like, they're doing it because they do it for love and music, and they fuck with your stuff. And, like, that, I think that eventually is, like, what people are gonna, like, especially, like, people who are, like, you know, trying to like promote their artists and everything, they're gonna be like, "Yo, this dude actually really cares about this music stuff, and so like, he's putting out good stuff." So it's like, you know, we know like he's gonna be like down to do it if we're like if we ask him to, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I was just like I'm I'm linking. I think definitely the best people that I've my greatest pleasure working with is people who just take it like take it real serious, right? take it real serious yeah and it's hard to find that these days because a yeah. lot of people have those separate agendas like yeah i'll collab so i can get the bag here collab so i can get the bag there where i'll, I'll get like you know ten thousand followers if i do it with this person because they'll know yeah me yeah now. yeah kind of it's not it it's not it I, you know what i'm about I'm to i'm about to come up and i'll bring everybody with me yeah you know, that's 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 my, that's my goal yeah bring bring uh bring everyone that's believing you along the way everyone gets yes sir everyone eats at the dinner table there's enough there's enough for everybody yeah exactly so uh before we wrap things up here i'm gonna end off with a couple quick hitters so the first question i have for you is uh you're at at a dinner party you're Mm. hosting a dinner party you're allowed Mm. to bring five people to the table which five Mm. guests are you bringing dead or alive i've guessed they're alive okay i gotta say one one that's got to be, it could be anybody, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd probably bring my favorite artist, honestly. I'll just tell you my favorite artist then. Fuck yeah. it. My, um, so one is The Weeknd. The Weeknd, all right. Absolute, absolute crazy sound. And another one would be, would be Rocky. You know, I think that, it's that Rocky shit really like, because before I did music, I was really into the fashion stuff. So his, like, seeing his swag, which is like, yeah. I literally have, I have grills. I have grills because of ASAP Rocky. Yeah. And then um, another one, uh, 
nav his production is insane nah. i would literally just i would just like i would just pester them about how how to like make it make that shit sound good gambino very versatile and one of my favorites of all time is hella sketchy r.i.p to hella sketchy but he um his his sound and his look just made me like it, it, it he just this like fucking nerdy ass skinny like half asian half white kid who, who who wears like fucking anime t-shirts and like gucci shoes and he just like fucking auto-tuned the hell out of his voice and but his energy was crazy so i just like you really just show me like you it doesn't matter who you are yeah exactly so like these guys like fucking like every day like i'm thinking thinking how to like they inspire me so yeah that's good so you got you got a full you got a table full of guests where one, you'll be able to learn from them, but also get where yeah. get tell them how much of inspiration they are to you. That's a, exactly. that's a pretty solid uh, list you got there. And the uh, last question is: uh, top three artists that you would recommend someone to listen to. Top three artists, okay. I would <clears throat> probably gonna go a bit more obscure. I would say one, Hello Sketchy. Hello Sketchy is um just because the sound is very new wave right? like um a little like low mosey and stuff mm. like it's kind of like that that sound um another artist would be sebi he's a he's like he's like rh he, he goes to university his um he number one thing he doesn't pitch up his vocals he sounds like a uh it's really hard to say what he sounds like but his voice is very high it's like nightcore it's like nightcore rap music mm. but it's just his voice and it's just like his his sounds his sounds wild and um Probably, oh, man. What's a what's another one? Oh, this is this is tough. I'd probably say, probably say, oh, mm, old old rich the kid. Old rich the kid. Mm. Old rich the kid yeah. from like twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Like um, like uh, his like that. Uh, I don't really fuck with his music nowadays, but um, yeah, me either. <laughs> the, his music when he first came out, it, his lyrics were just—they were never that great. But the sound, like, was super aggressive. It was like when he was really fucking with amigos and stuff. That that music is just—it it puts it just—it makes you feel a certain like you're in a certain place. It makes you feel like um, it's very very uh, dated. Like yeah, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, it pulls you right back. Uh, word. So, right now, I'll give you the opportunity to uh, promote anything, any of your socials, anything that you would like my listeners or people who are listening here on the podcast to know, like where they can find you. Okay, so my handle is basically Kuroming on everything. Uh, it's K U R O M A N G on Instagram, Twitter. Snap, yeah, I guess it's on Snapchat too. And that's also my email, kuromanga.gmail.com. So if you really, if you fuck with music and you want to like make something, like hit me up. I, I respond to all my DMs. And your, and your Spotify is also Kuromang as well too? Yeah, my Spotify. So actually I got two Spotify's. One's Kuromang. It's just um my music with my vocals, right? Yeah, yeah. And it might be on beats for whoever, uh, like whoever sends me beats. It's their, their production. And it's also one seven O N E S E V E N. It's me and my friend from BC, and we make everything in house. So, so I've been making beats one, there. One seven. So O N E S E V N E. Exactly. And yeah. oh word. 
Yes, sir. So y'all heard it here. His Instagram, Twitter is Kuromang, K-U-R-O-M-A-N-G. If you want to hit him up and uh, collaborate with them, all you have to do is hit him up on Kuromang at gmail.com. Exactly. Or if you want to check him out on Spotify, check him out on Kuromang or the group 1-7. So give my boy a follow if y'all are interested. He's got hella dope shit, so be sure to support him along the way. Stay tuned. I got shit coming out. Yes, sir. I got like six music videos I'm working on, and I got like ooh, four projects. Oh, it's going to be a good year. Yeah. God yes, damn, sir. dude. You busy, busy. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, yo. Appreciate you. Thank you for dude, the time, man. Thank you for awesome, doing on the pod, bro. Hell yeah. Hope we can talk again soon. Dude, for sure. Let me know. <laughs> All right. I know you ain't that Hollywood shit, so I'm like. Yeah, I definitely am not. So I, I'll, I'll be. Able to, I'll hit you up if I, if I if I ever need you again. For sure. For sure, bro. Thanks for your time. Thank you, bro. And that's a wrap, guys. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. New episodes come out on YouTube every Saturday, as well as on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts on. Every Saturday, new episodes come out. Thank you, guys, for tuning in, and have a great rest of your night.